Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Yes, hello and welcome, and it's Friday, which means two things. Talking Harness WA on SEN Track 657 and Gloucester Park tonight, and uh, what a big night it is uh, tonight at Gloucester Park. And we have the running of the Group 1 Diamond Classic for the two-year-old fillies, $100,000 on offer. And the first race is going to be at 5.24, as well as uh, also in the, the co uh, feature is the APG Consolation and uh, with uh, Miss Paducah staying in WA it certainly changed the, the complexion of that race a little bit and we'll deep dive into a few, few of the races with our man Scott Bomberhill coming up very very shortly and also we will also uh, chat to Ben Cray about uh, some tips over east and a very special guest uh, a man who's got a runner in the Diamond Classic and also uh, administrator from uh, Pinjarra, Dale Putland coming up but uh, before we do that Big welcome to uh, Glenn Mortimer. How are you, Morts? Michael, I'm very well. Uh, better than you've been uh, during yes. the week. A bit of uh, bit of pain there with the fangs, but yeah. uh, good to see you here on a Friday morning. And tough night last uh, Friday night. Yep. Our man Bomber Hill had a wipe, yep. but uh, we look to fight back tonight at headquarters. It was a big night last Friday night with the beast, Lavra yeah. Joe, going around. He's just some horse scoring in the pearl and newsy. Just hanging on in the diamond for what was a great race. Treble for Junior. Uh, the Bull hasn't finished <laughs> that far back in his career. No. But um, certainly a big night tonight with the two-year-old Diamond Classic. Uh, looking forward to that. So it should be a fantastic race. And our guest coming up is uh, one of the lucky owners yeah. of uh, the short price well, favourite. You know what it's like to win a Diamond Classic? Certainly do. Thank uh, goodness. But looking forward to uh, having a chat to Dale. I was reading in the Harness Express that a um, horse by the name of You're So Fine will be heading across to mm. WA, uh, eventually going up to the Jewels in a week's uh, time, bought by Gary Hall Senior a for stable, a yeah. fairly sizable amount, as always. Uh, big news out of Perth Racing uh, last night, but... Um, moving on from that, 3-30 uh, yep. with you, Michael. Ho- hopefully it's not around that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I decided we wouldn't go anywhere near thank, that one, but uh, that was big news. Yeah. But uh, I think some uh, bigger news is uh, Adam Hamilton moving yeah. on. Um, big loss for the harness racing industry. Yeah, very big loss. Uh, Adam, I've been close to Adam for, for a long time. We've, um, you know, he, he was at Sky Channel when I started there, and for the 26 years there's pretty much... I've been part of my career all the way through, and um, he's the benchmark for harness racing coverage, and it's a it's a it's a big loss. Um, I've been speaking to Adam over the past couple of months as it's sort of been playing out, and um, yeah, it's it's very. I think it's 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 got to be a hit for harness racing as far as coverage because he really drove um, the the amount of coverage in in harness racing on on Sky Channel, and and I think it's got to be depleted somewhat because he's not going to be there which is which is sad he was the ultimate professional yeah yeah i mean he he and mick guren set the standards like coming through like as a young media person coming through when you know when in my 20s like they were the they were the two guns and it and it and the the problem is a lot of the guys try to emulate them 
and there was only they, they were very different in their approaches um, and and the way that they did it and and you couldn't emulate them so you had to yeah. try and be yourself but yeah it was a trick for younger players huge loss yep the future of the WATAB yep. pre-COVID was set for sale obviously COVID's uh, come along yep. where's that at now I think the government still intend to privatise. Um, there's definitely been some uh, issues now with what they would get and also caveats around uh, what what the actual deal is. Uh, and, and playing in the background is um, the possibility of the TAB being sold, TAB, TAB Corp selling off their wagering and media arms. So that's going to be able to play a big part in it as well. So how that plays out could really impact the WA side of things because obviously TAB Corp was the... The, the company that had been um, locked as the, the potential buyer. Um, so there's a couple of things up in the air. So I think that the, the big thing will be the Tabcorp, um, yeah. whether, whether they sell off or whether they demerge from the business as well. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how that plays out. And lastly, any chance, is there any chance... <laughs> Your horse betters destroy if you get up tonight. <laughs> no, lost don't, park. Don't, don't, don't think so. You don't and think I, so. No, and I, I don't think Bomber thinks so as well because I've seen his tips earlier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but I think she'll run a good race. Obviously, she's um, uh, she hasn't raced since the heat, so it's been a while. So she's probably not going to be spot on. She's going to need a run or two, like she, she has been in her career. She's been a bit, a bit of a problem child, but we're in the race. That's the main thing, Morts. Oh, look, I give her a chance. Okay. I, I, I do give her a chance. There good, you go. A, a very good each-way chance. Where there's life, there's hope, yep. you say, Morts. Very good each-way chance. All right, let's get into our guest, but before we do this, this segment's brought to you by our very good friends at Steel Blue Boots, our man, Ross Fitzgerald at Steel Blue. Built for comfort, made for work. There's 736 stockists nationwide. They're all over Fox Sports. They are the big, they are the the only boots you want to wear if you're if you're a workman. It doesn't matter where you are, Ads. No. If you're in the shower, in bed, out in the garden, <laughs> you know it. They are the place to. Uh, they are the boots to wear. Heading out to Steel Blue Oval tomorrow. Ooh, Bassendine. Bassendine out there with uh, our very good friend Ross Fitzgerald to watch the. The game, very good sponsors of oh, local sport, yeah. everything they do, and as we know, breast cancer and beyond blue. So, Yep, yep. very good. All right, uh, before we get into uh, Putland, uh, Dale's uh, a charge her horsey part owns is uh, the red-hot favourite in tonight's Diamond Classic after drawing barrier two. Let's go back 10 days or so ago and uh, taking the mickey, winning a heat of the Diamond Classic. And getting up on the inside, Miss Laura Lee, half kidding eventually, is getting to the outside to try and run on, but taking the mickey had broken right away from them. 29 the next quarter and taking the mickey had bolted clear, led by about 10 metres. Now I'm a socialite is three wide, starting to get home okay, along with Diamond Dance in the centre. Beyond the sea on the inside, trying to hold that pair, and then Miss Laura Lee in the straight. It's all taking the mickey a mile out in front of Beyond the Sea. In third place, I'm a socialite, and then Diamond Dance, but an easy win to taking the mickey, 29 that third quarter and a good job over the distance taking the mickey raced away to win easily from beyond the sea i'm a socialite and diamond dance cap yeah it was about a three and a half length win in uh, the heat of the um in in the heat of the diamond classic and it uh, uh gives me a great pleasure to introduce uh, one of the part owners uh, dale putland into the uh, program dale uh, first of all, uh, congratulations on uh, the filly making the final it must be very exciting for you to, to be in a group one uh, with this filly yeah, good morning, gents. Yeah, no, it certainly is very exciting. Um, my first runner, I suppose, in a in a group run race, group one race. Um, 
And, uh, yeah, I'm just over the moon. She's done a terrific job to firstly get into the final and um, the way that she certainly, um, you know, carried herself through the la- her last few runs has just been nothing short of outstanding. And, uh, yeah, I'm just super excited. Yeah, super excited. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure you are, Dale, and good morning and welcome. It must be uh, your first runner in a Group 1 and you've got the sixty favourite. Um, how are the nerves heading into uh, tonight? And we, uh, we will obviously see you up there on track, but how's the nerves heading into tonight? Uh, for me, shot to pieces, to be honest. I'm, I certainly get very nervous before any race, um, you know, whether it's racing at Bustleton or, or Gloucester Park or wherever it may be, but to be uh, shot price favourite in a group one is um, is just really exciting so it's fair to say that I'm I'm very very nervous <laughs> yeah look and I can imagine you are because uh, the filly's done everything right and she's got the barrier draw she's got the gun on board Chris Folk so she's going to be very very hard to beat and she's um, uh, out of um, she'd by always uh, be Mickey um, the boom sire the boom sire as Michael said and you know uh, all the the always be Mickeys are flying of course, you wouldn't have known that when you first bought it, but you must be very happy. And have you um, uh, gone back and researched a bit of Always Be Mickey now that you've, uh, you're lucky enough to, to have one that's uh, absolutely flying? Yeah, interesting point. Um, it, I, I certainly have. I, I didn't know much about him at all other than um, when I saw the breeding, I thought, oh, that's an interesting name. And um, he was from the US and I actually, after uh, Always Be Mickey, uh, sorry, after taking the Mickey at one, probably her second start I went back and looked at a lot of his races um googled his races and I was just super impressed with how how speedy he was but also how tough he was and you know I think he went 146 for the mile um just outstanding and he was a beast absolute beast and certainly through um his progeny now starting to show that on the racetrack as well how did you actually get into the filly? Because Gemma Heyman and Ross Oliveri bought it at the sales for 26000 uh, the yearling sales APG in here in Perth. How, how did you actually get into the ownership? Yeah, it's a, it's a good good point and a good question you raise. Uh, in, interesting story. I actually caught up with Ross down at Pinjarra one day, I think it was, and and I said to Ross that, look, I have, we haven't had a horse for a long time and um, if he's got any coming up, I'd be certainly interested in buying, buying a share. And... He actually said to me at the time, look, I've not long ago just bought a couple of um, horses at the recent uh, APG sales and I'd love to get you into a good horse. So I'm not going to tell you yet which one I think you should get into. Uh, give me a bit of time. And it wasn't for about, until uh, about three months later or four months later, Ross actually called me aside and said, look, those two horses that I told you about, they're, they're going all right. And um, you know, I'm not saying they're going to be anything super good, but I think they're probably capable of, of winning a race or two. And he said, come down to Pinjarra. I'm going to do a bit of work down there um, just to educate them. On It was on um, an afternoon, and I went down there, and he said, this is the one, and it happened to be taking the mickey. And I looked at the other one at the same time, which was Treacherous Tiger, and and he said, that's the one there, Dale, um, you should get into. And I said, that's fine. And, and um, so they went out and worked on the track and um, and I was just super impressed with her gait. She just floats and there was just something about her. I just thought, Ross, you've you've definitely put me onto something here. I think you're pretty special without even her, having uh, seen her in a trial or, or races yet. And and she certainly just progressed after, after her first race. 
I was sort of doubting um, whether, you know, I suppose how good she was going to be, but she's certainly just gone from strength to strength and she certainly knows now what it's all about and she's developing into certainly a foolproof pacer. And, yeah, it's a good story and I just can't thank Ross and Gemma enough for providing us the opportunity to get involved in, in taking the mickey and, and she's certainly developing into an outstanding filia who, who I'm sure is just going to continue on. Uh, it certainly is a very good story and when you think that uh, it was a fantastic opportunity presented to you, to you by Ross who kind of said I'd like to get you into a horse but yep. I don't want to commit to one right now let's have a look and see how they're coming along and you had an opportunity three months down the track and uh, you know when he said uh, he's not sure whether you know they'll win too many well mm. you're now lining up they, as a dollar they, they both go, go okay yeah so uh, it's, a, it's a really good opportunity now you've you, that one was bought through the sales, but going back through some of the horses you'd purchased previously, uh, I see that you'd claimed a couple of horses uh, over the over the journey. Yeah, a couple of interesting stories. When when going way back, and I'm talking, it would have been in the 90s. My brother Phil, who's now passed away, unfortunately, he had a couple of horses, good horses with Ross. Um, one was called Harry Gunn, who won a Golden Slipper, and he had another pacer called Allo Renee that. Uh, from memory one a battle at Bunbury and I said to Ross at the time I was interested in getting into my first horse and and he said well look there's claimers around um, at the moment the claiming races and he said I'll, I'll keep an eye out for one for you and I'll let you know which one I recommend you you buy so there was actually two at the time Ross first off said oh steady boy I said he said maybe you should buy him and, and I sort of went there to the trots thinking we were going to buy steady boy and uh, who was trained, trained by Fred Kersley at the time. And when I got there, Ross said, no, actually, Satan's dispute, he's the one you should buy, um, put, in, put in a bid for. So uh, long story short, we ended up with Satan's dispute, um, who I was really keen to race because I, he had speed. He was pretty tough as well. And uh, from memory at the time, he was trained by Robin Zeck, I think. But um, prior to that, he was with Phil Coulson. And... So we claimed him and we sent him for a spell because he hadn't had a spell since he'd arrived in Australia, which was about two seasons prior. So he'd done a lot of racing. Um, and Ross rang me out of the blue one day and said, Dale, do you want to sell him? And I said, well, we haven't even raced him yet. And he said, oh, well, there's an opportunity to sell him to the US. Um, do you want to do it? And I went, okay. And we talked about the dollar side of things and pretty much we doubled our money. And um, so off to the US he went and... Uh, then Ross went looking for a horse for us in New Zealand and we ended up bringing a horse across from New Zealand who was no superstar, but we had a lot of fun with him. His name was Armbro Cornell. Um, he ended up going from being a uh, CO to winning seven races and uh, he won one in Perth, which is an interesting story in itself. So, um, yeah, it goes back probably 25, nearly 30 years since our first horse. Um, and... Um, and then I claimed another horse um, who unfortunately broke down after winning one race, which was Vintage Concerto, who uh, Gary Hall Sr. had a lot of success with. So we won one with him, um, and he broke down, so we had to retire him, unfortunately, but uh, still gave us a lot of pleasure in, in, in winning a race with him as well. Well, it sounds like you've had a, a lot of fun as an owner, uh, Dale, and, and now you've moved into administration, and uh, you're, the, you're general manager of the Pinjarra uh, Trotting Club, and 
you've you've come in at a very interesting time. I think COVID struck not long after you, you've got there, and and it's it's been an interesting time since you've been there. How, how have you found it, and how's the Pinjarra Club going? Yeah, it certainly was um, an interesting time when I came on board. So I've been there just over twelve months now, and certainly you know COVID was certainly well and truly um, upon us, and um, so yeah, interesting time. So there was no crowds and. Um, I found um, the the role to be really re- rewarding. Uh, certainly, lots of challenges along the way, um, making I suppose lots of positive change um, at the club. Um, but it's it's been fantastic. Um, we're in a position at the moment where we've got the, um, the highest number of members on record at the club, which is a really terrific result. We've brought on probably about 25, 30 new members this year, um, which is fantastic. Um, we've got some great new sponsors on board um, as well, um, and and also from a club point of view, we're getting really strong crowds uh, back at the at the club at the races since COVID's been, I suppose I'll, I'll say over, but it's not over, but certainly um, strong strong crowds, which has been really pleasing. And from a club point of view, yeah, we're certainly going from strength to strength at the moment. Yeah, that's fantastic, and we really need a a strong Pinjarra club for harness racing in, in WA uh, to prosper. Dale, uh, thanks for your time this morning. Uh, good luck tonight. I, n- I know it's going to be an exciting time, and we'll, we'll see you at Gloucester Park tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me, gents. It's uh, been a pleasure, and, uh, yeah, go taking the mickey for tonight for sure. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. Good luck. Very good luck, Dale. Good on you, Dale. Dale Jeez. Putland there, the uh, general manager of, um, of Pinjarra, but more importantly, partner of taking the mickey on Tab Touch, $1.65 tonight. Um, Drawn two, artistic scribing one at 480. Um, 464 in the spotlight, who was the fastest qualifier for Team Bond, who's drawn outside the back row, and Eagle Royalty at $8, the other runner uh, under double figures. So a great race, the Diamond Classic tonight. Uh, before we go to the break, um, Mortz, uh, really sad news this week that uh, one of the, the legends of harness racing, uh, Tony Turnbull, uh, the great AD, uh, passed away at 91. Um, and uh, geez, he was uh, just a superstar and an icon in in the in the game. Um, I, I had the privilege to to um, to get to know him somewhat and um, had some great chats with him. Um, one one night, I was I'd actually started uh, hosting the Catching Pen, the Greyhounds, and I was uh, still doing Harold Park, I think, at the time. And um, I was at Bathurst doing stories for for Harness and Trots, and I'm. I was on Bathurst. I was on the Wednesday night. I'm standing there watching a race, and he sidled up and said, "Are you lost?" <laughs> <laughs> he had this great dry sense of humour. Um, but he, he, he's the first driver to drive 2,000 winners in Australia. Um, and when Fred Kersley drove his 2,000th winner, uh, his himself and Ted Demler, who was the only, only other driver to drive 2,000, had come over and they drove in a three-horse race uh, right. on the on the night. Uh, he'd driven 11 New South Wales drivers' premierships. Um, he drove obviously the first horse Hondo Grattan was his, obviously the, the benchmark uh, John Tapps had a song about Little yeah, Hondo yeah. Um, two time Inter Dominion first time first horse doing consecutive Inter Dominions the second was here at Gloucester, uh, Gloucester Park and, and also the Miracle Mile the se- selling 75 Miracle Mile where he him and his great rival, Palface Adios, mm. had a ding-dong, probably the greatest miracle mile of all time. And, um, Mortz, as we go to the break, we'll play tribute to um, to the late, great A.D. Turnbull. And here is the 74 Inter-Dominion here at Gloucester Park with Hondo Grattan.
And the length of the quarter, further back to Adios Victor, which is going to be eased round the outside. Bradama in front as they go to the 400 metre mark. But there's Hyundai Grattan throwing out a strong challenge round the outside. Only a length from the leader. A length and a half to Adios Victor, and Yolara's dropping back beaten. And the other two Royal Gays and Haddock can't win. Around the turn, 250 metres to run. Bradama's just in front of Hyundai Grattan. Right round the outside, Adios Victor with a brilliant run, and Yolara's well back in the straight, 150 metres to go. Hyundai Grattan goes to the front from Brahma. Here's Adios Victor down the outside, finishing fast. Hondo Button fighting on, and he's going to win two consecutive grand finals. You're listening to Talking Trots with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Leverage is about to really accelerate. Magnificent over on the inside. Basically, forget the rest. Sugar Street pulls wide. Mighty Ronaldo tries to get onto his back as Armour Einstein drops out. So Leverage in front. Otis is running second. Comes away from the inside. Pushes Sugar Street out wider. American Bullet is over on the inside. Mighty Ronaldo diving through in the middle, but Leverage comes to the turn. 28 to the third quarter is clear. Otis battling on. Mighty Ronaldo is running on. And then came coming through Magnificent. But it is all Leverage clear from Otis and then came Mighty Ronaldo and also Magnificent but doing it well over the final stages is Leverage from Otis and Leverage races home to win by seven metres to Otis. Yeah, the group two, group two, three-year-old Pearl to Leverage the Beast and uh, we'll chat about that in just a moment but this segment brought to you by Bayswater Mazda. Driving is better in a, ba- in a Bayswater Mazda. Corner of Guildford and Garrett Roads. Our man Anthony will look after you. Certainly will. Excellent after service, and they yeah. are just brilliant cars. The Mazda, yeah, and I can vouch for that because we bought one from yeah. Bayswater Mazda. Yep, yeah. you get chauffeured around. I do, <laughs> I do, thank goodness. But they looked after us very well out there, and uh, got to meet Anthony and sat down there with the team, and yeah. it really was just a great process from you know start to, to finish. Beautiful, great supporters of ours, Bayswater Mazda and Laverage. Oh. Just rolled through the motions again, as we expected when you drew when he drew barrier one. But uh, yeah, he just too good again. Absolutely, he's a beast, yep. and he was too good. Otis was uh, very yep. good. He's going well. Yeah, he is, and uh, and that was a good race. All right, uh, welcome into our man Scott Bomber Hill. How are you, Bomber? Very well, thanks, guys. How are you? Yeah, very well. Another interesting night tonight. The feature of the Diamond Classic, which I think is a, a great race. We've got a short price favourite, but she's certainly no means over the line, but uh, a great support card as well. And uh, we're going to talk about the um, the APG race a little bit later on, but it, it looks a really good race now. Miss Paducah stayed in, in WA, so uh, a good night's card of racing. But the first race we're going to get into, Bomber, is race number one, kicking off with the first in our tips. And it's Friday footy at JP Sports Bar, and there's no better place to have a beer on a Friday night, is there, Morts? Absolutely. Well-priced, nice and cold. Great place to be. Big screens. You can yeah, watch the footy. You can watch the footy. You can watch the trots. You can yeah. watch anything there. It's a great mm, setup. Not a better place to be on a Friday night than JP Sports Bar at Gloucester Park. All right, uh, let's have a look at the Tab Touch Market, the brand that funds the industry. And uh, drawn barrier one, we have Alta Blues for uh, the halls at uh, one fifty. Verstappen at sixteen dollars. Classic Choice five dollars into three ninety. Who's Who in the Zoo at seventy one. De Horse at seventy one. 
Plutonium at 21, Caveman at 11, in from 18, we've got Codero at 71, the Stars above at 71, and the only runner on the uh, inside the back line is Outer Intrigue, another one for the Halls at $8. Bomber, how'd you see the first? Yeah, I think it's going to be run and won at the start here, whichever leads of uh, Classic Choice or, or Junior on the inside is going to go a long way to winning the race. And um, I thought Classic Choice was a big chance to crossing uh, out of Blues. He, he's not a horse that's ever been asked to run the gate and uh, can you know, can be a little bit of an art, this uh, gate speed. And uh, Classic Choice, he, he can really rip the gate. I know Vokey will be aware that if he doesn't cross, he probably can't win. So throwing all the eggs in the basket at the start here, hoping he can cross. And, uh, yeah, I thought he was the right price to have a look. Certainly an interesting race, looking at the last word, which is supplied to us by Tim Walker at uh, Tab Radio. does a great job with this publication. Gary Hall on Elta Blues, I think he can lead. If he leads, he will win. Never been used out of the gate from barrier one. He has to be hit on the behind. Um, Christopher Voke on Classic Choice will go well if he can lead. Goes well on the fence, might get there. Has to be driven with a sit otherwise. Have a look to lead. And our man Chopper Reed, have a listen to this. He just needs a draw. 2,500 should suit him down to the ground. He's the one to beat mm-hmm. at $11. So could be, an in- like you said, very interesting start. And the race could be decided early. And let's hope it goes our way. Race one, number three, classic choice. What's the bet there, Bomber? Just a one-unit bet to kick off. Um, yeah, like I say, I just think he's the right price if he does cross. He would probably dead if he doesn't. But, uh, yeah, little, just a little play early. All right. So that is the first, which is 5.24 WA time tonight. All right, race number three is the next race we're going to have a look at. And we've got Lawrence, the short price favourite from Barry 1 at $1.32. Manning, the trotsin horse for Justin Prentice at $9.00. Blackjack Zach at thirty four, Space Junk twenty three dollars, not a Beno Denario at nine fifty, Rock and Roll Whippy at seventy one, Headwood Bay at twenty six, Talker up at seventy one, Will I Rock and Roll at twenty one dollars. That's the front line, and then the back line we have a B seventeen at thirteen dollars, two twenty the place, Son of a Tiger at twenty three dollars, and Ribchenko at seventeen dollars. Bomber, which way you've gone here? A really, really keen B17, the place in this race. So he he just lives for these leaders' back draws. And Lawrence will lead up easy enough and, and you know, be a brave man to suggest he won't be winning. But don't think B17 will lose his helmet at any stage. And, and you know, better than even money, I think he's just he's got the right form to uh, hold on to his helmet and run a drum. Uh, 57 last half there last week when he had to peel off the pegs. And uh, tonight he won't have to leave the pegs at all. I think he's got the... Um, yeah, got the perfect run for him. So race three, number 10, B17, $2.20 a place. What's the staking plan there, Bomber? He's a three-unit bet. As I said, I'm just really, really keen. He, he loves these like leaders back draw and rails. Like it. Yeah, love the confidence from Bomber. All right, uh, we're going to come back and we're going to discuss the APG and consolation uh, in just a moment. Uh, but, Mort, you wanna, maybe want to block your ears as we go to the break because we're going to go back a week for the oh, three-year-old please, please. Diamond Classic for the Phillies. And always an angel. She was gallant in defeat, only a half head, but it was the team bond uh, Philly Newsy that led all the way. And uh, here's the uh, Diamond Classic final for the three-year-old Phillies from last week. 
to the turn. They run a great battle here. Newsy the inside, always an angel. Arstar Billing coming out wider, then Just for Love and Better Beach Bella around the turn though. It's Newsy and always an angel in a wonderful battle. Then Arstar Billing and Better Beach Bell. Newsy, always an angel, nose for nose. Newsy, always an angel. Newsy just in front, always an angel diving at Newsy. Newsy clinging on just one. Newsy has won by half a head to always an angel in a wonderful battle in the Diamond Classic and they raced away. Arstar Billing ran third and fourth home is Better Beach Bell. You're listening to Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. And out in front, Jumping Jack Mac gets away now from Plutonium. BJ's boy, the inside. The leader looks to be going well. Caveman is swinging out wide, four deep now as Who's Who and the Zoo went three wide. 28-8 the next quarter. And then came the Watchmaker, well back out wider from Dior's getting up on the inside. Jumping Jack Mac is clear. Caveman to the outside. Plutonium battles on. Then BJ's boy, Who's Who and the Zoo, Dior's and the Watchmaker. But it's all Jumping Jack Mac racing right away from Caveman and the Watchmaker. And Jumping Jack Mac wins it easily. Jumping Jack Mack from Caveman who ran well again and uh, a good run from the watchmaker into third. Yeah, he's an exciting horse Jumping Jack Mack. He's uh, one of this really good crop of three-year-olds that we've got at the moment. He certainly is. He's a star in the making. Yeah, and he was he was far too good for him on uh, Friday night and uh, yeah, it was a uh, uh, made the dollar forty-five look luxurious odds in the in the end um, for his supporters. And this segment is brought to you by Retrovision. Sixty years. Sixty years. That's Retrovision, not me. <laughs> uh, Rads, although speaking of birthdays, I think somebody might be getting a year older next week. <laughs> So, that is correct. Yes, so we do wish you all the very best Thank for your birthday next week, uh, Rads. But Thank sixty you. years of Retrovision and uh, just supporting the local community in our. Bonus, bonus sale yeah. finishes this weekend. So get in, there's some big bonuses store-wide. Bonus, bonus, and the RAC members receive an additional 5% every day. They do. On everything. <laughs> They're uh, uh, great supporters, Retrovision, as well. All right. Hopefully, uh, for Mr. Retrovision here, he might get the winner here. I don't think uh, Bomber's going with him, but we got to look at the um, Entertainment with Horsepower three-year-old APG Consolation Final. That's Group 2, $50,000, and this is a really good race. Uh, only selected uh, was the um, the heat was run a, a couple of weeks ago, hmm. about a month ago, but um, they've combined the boys and the girls, and if we look at the uh, field, only five stars at 101. Um, we got uh, the two at 101. Miss Paducah at uh, 225. $3 into $225. did not go to um, Victoria because of the lockdown and staying. I think it's made the race a better race for it as well. Let's dance tonight at 101. Better's Destroyer at $11. Chance Eclipse at 17 Give us away from Team Bond. Open at $1.90. Out to $250. And we got Aussie Scooter at four dollars in from four eighty, and the Swiss Maestro outside the front line at fifty one dollars. This is a really good race, Bomber. How do you see it? Yeah, it's a, it's a ripper on paper, and uh, you know a really really good filly meeting a really really good colt. And I'm I'm going with the colt. I think give us a wave. He's the class here, and I'm hoping Curly lights him up off the gate. And if he crosses, he goes from you know that two dollar fifty quote into about a dollar ten. They can't beat him in front. But, um, you know, he's crossed from wide gates to here and at Pinjarra, so he does, does have a bit of early toe. There'll be speed underneath him, but 
just hoping that he can uh, really accelerate into that corner and, and get across, and, and he'll give us a pretty pretty easy watch from that point. But you know, he's been racing the absolute cream of the crop, the you know the Lavrigos and the um, Mighty Renatos, and, and acquitting himself pretty well in in that class. Big drop, um, you know the filly, she's good, but um, yeah, I'm not sure she's lightning off the gate. So I think that's where he gets his advantage, and um, yeah, obviously. Um, Better's destroyer. If uh, the other two get into a war, she's quite capable of rolling over the top. But yeah, really, really like give us a wave. I'm not fussed about the dr- the drift. I think that's just a correction from what was probably a little bit tight and open cross. So uh, yeah, think he can get the job done for us. Yeah, hoping there's plenty of speed on for us, Mortz. Yes. Uh, well, looking at this, Hayden Charles has good gate speed and will lead. Yeah. Michael Grantham, Miss Badika. It will be handled bars down. Yeah. Bondi on Give Us A Wave, Strong Chance, and Aussie Scooter, also a strong chance. And Michael Radley on <laughs> Better's Destroyer would definitely be a strong chance each way if she brings her A game. Yeah. What's the bet in this one, Bomber? I'm, uh, I'm going handlebars down as well with Give Us A Wave, and uh, we're going a three-unit bet, as I said. If he crosses, they can't beat him, so let's just hope, for my sake, probably not you guys, uh, he can get across. All right, hopefully for us there's plenty of speed on, but uh, you may be right, he, he does look the horse to beat. Absolutely, the class runner. All right, the last race we've got to look at is race number eight. It's the Bridge Bar open this Saturday for the footy, which it certainly is at Cluster Park. And we've got I'm Better Than Gouda, drawn one at four sixty. Max Gold at $4, Betty's Lass at $26, Joey James at 16 Sarge at 34 Pierre Whippy's the favourite, 550 to $3.80. A boy named Rosie at $31. CC Chevron at 91 Our sequel at $7. Then the back line, we've got Armour Indy at 440 and Q-Town Rip Roaring at $26. How are we going to end the night, Bomber? Going to end the night on the leader. Uh, I'm better than Gouda. He, this horse, he doesn't have great figure form, but he absolutely grows a leg in front and comes out of unsuitable standing start races, which have you know aided him in, uh, in getting fit only, really. But uh, he showed when he led here... Uh, last month that he's capable of running home in around 57. Gets very, very limited pressure here and I think that 57 might be enough with a horse like Pierre Whitby, 3, 4, 5 wide. Um, yeah, he's just going to get a... He's going to have the advantage of being on the pegs in front and hopefully that gets us home. Uh, interesting, looking at the pricing um, on the Harness website, Race 8 must have been getting late in the night doing that pricing and getting towards the end of the bottle it was uh, $21 there and uh, <laughs> <laughs> opened up at 460 but our man Aldo Cordopassi driving there and he is very good in front bomber we know that so what's the bet here race eight number one I'm better than Gouda yeah he's a two-unit bet I think he's well over the odds I, I marked him somewhere between sort of 250 and three dollars so mm. just for a horse with his ability in front he's going to give us a big sight so yeah up Let's get home, Aldo. Yeah, 4.60 on Tab Touch, the room that funds the industry. All right, hopefully you get some Tab Touch dollars. Bomber, thanks for your help. Uh, we'll speak to you next week. Good luck uh, tonight. Thanks very much, guys. Have a great night out there. And, uh, yeah, good luck to you guys with Better's Destroyer as well. Thanks, mate. Thank you, Bomber. Bomber Hill. All right, uh, we spoke about a uh, good front-running driver in Aldo Cortapassi, but there's none better than the great AC Lewis, who we spoke to last week. And... Uh, what accommodation him and Oliveri have been over the years. They combined again with Boom Time in the Retrovision pace last week, and he led all the way.
because here comes Too Fast, Too Serious. He's coming up out wide, but Boom Time has got the front from Lawrence back in 20 and out wide, Too Fast, Too Serious as they come around the home turn. Boom Time is in front, back in 20. Lawrence, no run, Papanik, and then Too Fast, Too Serious around the turn and the leader is Boom Time from back in 20, moving up and then Papanik who still can't get out. No Too Fast, Too Serious. Boom Time is the leader. On the outside is back in 20. Shanway's late steaming. Boom Time's in front though. Boom Time from Shanway and Boom Time. Boom Time has won from Shanway. Third back in 20, Diego. You're listening to Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. The choreographer leads off the back straight. 400 metres left to go. Third quarter, 27.8. Striding up into second spot is Soho Sinatra. Jasper Styles and Major Bob were next and they get clear of the others. Into the straight, the choreographer is the leader. It's two metres on Soho Sinatra. Major Bob joining in three wide. Jasper Styles back on the inner, but it's the choreographer in front. 150 left to go over Major Bob and then Soho Sinatra. The choreographer has all the right moves tonight and is the TAB regional champion for the Hunter. The choreographer over Major Bob. And that was the choreographer winning the Group 1 Hunter final in the TAB regional championships at uh, Royal Newcastle for Jeff Harding and Robbie Morris and well tipped by Amy and BK. We'll speak to BK in just a moment. But this segment brought to you by our good friends at Loans 123, Car Loans Deck Consolidations. Who do you see? The Nude Nut, Steve Sell from Loans123. Yeah, he's a great man. And uh, go to loans123.com.au. And our man, Stevie, if he can't help you, no one can. Morts. You can't be sorted if Stephen can't help you. No, the Nude Nut. Great supporters of sport and us here at SEN Track. Uh, BK, good, uh, good day at uh, Newcastle last week. Hopefully we can continue it tonight. Yeah, hopefully. I do love when the race callers put that, the little, uh, you know, the choreographer <laughs> has all the right moves. I love that. Freddie yeah, it A thinks is, a, is good at it too, and I'm sure all the race callers do, uh, do like that, and it just gives you a little bit of a, a bit of a laugh, especially when you've backed the winner, so that's yeah. always good. Yeah, it makes it more palatable, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> if you haven't backed it, usually throwing stuff at it. Yeah, yeah Any- exactly. All right, uh, Royal Newcastle tonight. Uh, where are we going? We've got uh, a really good card. Actually, the Tom Frost Memorial is tonight. Tommy um, from up in Nelson Bay, or was Nelson Bay. That's where Justin Warwick used to uh, stay when he took over Allwood's Chief and uh, was a great man. Had um, had some great uh, horses, Torrida BJ, and uh, a few uh, great horses uh, in the stand, in the size stakes in Newcastle uh, over the years and it was a really good man and uh, had the memorial tonight race five but we're going to kick off with race four the Cheryl Nelson appreciation who's a tireless worker at the Newcastle club I can tell you BK and that's where you got to start with your tips yeah mate um, I like two here and we're going <clears> to <throat> stick with numbers one and five and this looks like one of our favorite mats where we're going to get the leader behind the leader scenario Rages dancer Look, it ended its last campaign with a win at Menangle, believe it or not. And then it came out uh, it came out a couple of weeks ago and ran a really good second behind Soho Sinatra in the heat of the Hunter as a uh, regional chair pits. And then last week, it couldn't quite lead uh, and was all over for it over 2,000 metres. And it, it's not really a 2,000-metre horse anyway. Um, all the drawn inside it aren't necessarily quick out. The one does have some speed, but it lives for the rails and for a trail. So I'm thinking that for a courageous dancer can get to the fence here. It has gone around and... 
as I said, a PB of 54-1 there at Menangle and has run 56 at Newcastle, which is probably good enough uh, if we can get a cheap quarter here. Miss Sorello uh, lives for the rails and lives for a trail, as I said. Um, Blake Hughes drove this one to a victory here, and they did go 53-5 five starts ago, so it can run some time and follow speed. So we're going with the old leader behind leader scenario, hopefully. Here. The 9 and 10 are probably the best horses in the race, but uh, we'll stick with the map. And they are around 5.50 for the 1 and 3.70 for the uh, 5 on Tad Touch. Yep. Race 7? We're going to go to race 7. And uh, look, a very open race, this one. And uh, I'm just going with a bit of value. Number 9, let's roll the dice. Jimmy Douglas is on here, drawn behind, drawn inside the second row. And if any, a driver lives for the rails. Jimmy Douglas, I think he's the best fence driver in Australia. Dead set, the bloke is... He wouldn't know how to get around if it wasn't next to the fence, but he is dead set, unreal on the fence there. And uh, I think it'll be maybe three pegs, but uh, it looks like a classy, the classy horse here of this. It ran second at Bankstown a couple ago and then uh, fourth here last time at Newcastle, but it... Uh, it was drawn six there. I think more importantly, drawn nine here. May need a touch of luck, but around the 360 mark. And you could save on number one, Wallaroy Boy. Not the most honest of uh, horses, but again, it does like the pegs. And did red run second to one of our favourites, Rock and Roll Tony, from behind the leader in 156.4, three starts ago. So I'm going to go numbers one and nine in race seven. And then we're going to finish off, hopefully, in the lucky last. And I'm actually like three horses here. I'm betting right around the uh, around some of them. And uh, I like numbers 7, 9 and 10. So there's some pretty decent odds here, around 350 for the 7, around 550 for the 9, 10 or $12 for the 10. Darnell was pretty good uh, on its debut at Penrith um, when forced to go wide on the home turn, and that's not the place to be at Penrith. Uh, up to the 2,000 metres, David Caffin usually goes OK, has a couple that come up here to Newcastle and go OK. Blake Hughes drives. It looks like a, a good chance. Tennessee Miracle, it went huge at Maitland three starts ago for Robbie Morris. Uh, and then again at Maitland last time when Robbie was on. Uh, Cam Hart is back driving this one here. And the 2000 might suit this horse. I think it's, uh, it's a, I've actually got it on top at the $5.50. And number 10, Code Blue, is a bit of a smoky here. Um, didn't have a lot of luck uh, at its first start. And then last time it was way up in grade in the Six Six and CC Jones race. And I'm not sure what happened there. Pulled out with a lap to go and never saw the um, close in the three wide again. Way down in class and a little bit of a smoky at the $12. But I think if you... Uh, I'm not real sure about the eight uh, New Yorker, Belinda McCarthy's horses. Their stable seems to have lost a little bit of form and it's drawn by... Uh, did things wrong on debut at Penrith. So uh, we're going to look for some value there with the, the 9, 7 and 10. BK, uh, hopefully your, your run continues. A great, great week last week and hopefully it continues tonight at uh, Royal Newcastle. Thanks for your time and we'll speak to you next week. Thanks, boys. Have a good weekend. Good on you, BK there. He's in great form. Watson appears to be in great form when you're here. <laughs> the <laughs> lucky charm. He's in super form, which is great. Big show. Dale Putlam was great. Good luck to yeah. Dale and the team. It was great. Thank you for playing those replays of uh, the Pearl <laughs> and um, and the Diamond. It was great. Hopefully we can play Better's Destroyer next week. I think we uh, could be. You never know. Never know. All right. Thanks for your time, Morts. Uh, thanks for everyone for listening. And until next week, it's bye for now. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.